0: Right into this world, all alone. God takes your soul, you're on your own. The crow flies straight, a perfect line. On the devil's back, until you die. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Crossroads Podcast It's a boy, the man of a thousand gimmicks The dustiest man in the game The diamond in the rough Diamond Dusty Dave And we're back for another episode Marking the beginning of WWE's new season Quote unquote I've always believed that WWE's new season Starts right after Wrestlemania we start getting the new feuds, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, coupled with the new season of, w- of WWE is coupled with Spring Cleaning. And for those of you who may not be the biggest of wrestling fans, Spring Cleaning is the almost annual release of Superstars. Now, uh, there were some very interesting names on this list, But let's get to that towards the end of the show. Let's actually talk about the shows in and of themselves. Now, first and foremost is Raw. We had a change on the commentary team. Um, The new commentary trio for Raw is Adnan Virk, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxton. It's still too early for me to really have a judgment on Adnan. However, excuse me. However, my initial uh, feelings are I am not a fan of him. He almost seems too starstruck. Like oh my god, this is like yeah, it's a goal that he's wanted for all of his life. He's been a wrestling fan for a while, but it it, he seems too. way too like oh my god and I, I'm not sure if I'm really a fan of his um, Corey Graves I personally think is WWE's best commentator right now um, I'm actually curious that we haven't heard anything of him potentially trying to make a comeback down the road with all these comebacks happening but of course his uh injuries were really concussion based and there's no real recoveries from bankrolling those concussions. And then, of course, there's Saxton. Now, the first thing I really want to say about this Raw is for a Raw after Mania, this episode was trash. Absolute trash. Usually, the Raw after Mania is coupled with the beginning of new feuds, coupled with... day. De- Debuts or call-ups. We had none of that. We had your like run-of-the-mill return, I guess if that if you want to say that. Okay, but it, it it didn't really have that raw after WrestleMania um, like that. Je ne sais quoi, so to speak. Now I'm not sure whether that's because uh W well, in all honesty, I take that back. It's probably because WWE still doesn't know what the fuck they want to do. On top of the fact that their next pay-per-view in May is WrestleMania Backlash. Yes, they added WrestleMania to the Backlash title. Backlash is returning to its position as a pay-per-view right after Mania. However, with the name of the pay-per-view being WrestleMania Backlash, I'm curious on how many of these matches are, in fact, going to basically be rematches from WrestleMania. Um, I'm not a fan of the title. I I personally think Backlash, in and of itself, is an awesome pay-per-view title. Um, And it's kind of funny. I've always looked at at Backlash being, like, you know, a Fallout from WrestleMania type. Um, I... Used to love the stage when they had like the swinging scythe, etc, etc. But of course they don't do nice things anymore except for Wrestlemania. But, I'm absolutely not a fan of this uh, Wrestlemania backlash. I'm, I'm really not. Like I said, usually the new season is coupled with the beginning of new feuds and um, but this backlash thing seems like they're putting a like, you know, a full stop on that. So I, in fact, do not know. do not quote me. I am not a genie. I do not work for WWE. Now, Elfin in the room. Drew McIntyre won a triple threat, and will have a rematch against Lashley. All right, it's not like we didn't just see this um match last week. Oh, it, we did. Uh, don't get me wrong; I love Drew McIntyre. He's talented, but like, yo let let Bobby Lashley run roughshod over the Raw roster. Like, you really want to cement his this title reign as like a legitimate title reign and not one of these short-term reigns, not one of these transitional reigns, and I honestly think they're beating a dead horse by doing this match again. I don't know if it's going to be coupled with a stipulation. I don't know if, um... I really don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So, I guess we will see. Now, the other big thing, I said, you know... There weren't any real debuts, but we did get the return of Charlotte Flair. And, of course, as only a flair would do, Charlotte Flair has returned back to the forefront. She cut a scathing promo talking about, uh, you know, Rhea Ripley being an opportunist, uh, Challenging Asuka after Asuka didn't respond back to Charlotte's challenge a couple weeks before. Obviously, we we know the reason behind that. Charlotte did get COVID. And she also did have the medical test from WWE that said that she was pregnant. Then she got a pregnancy test and she wasn't pregnant. I don't know. It's fucking weird. But, of course, like Charlotte Flair would do. Even though she was just recently tag team champions with Asuka and the Lacey Evans Charlotte thing caused them to lose the tag team championships, um, even though she just had a title, of course she always has to be smack dab in the middle of the women's championship. Um, the women's championship, Matt uh, title picture, and same thing I said leading up to WrestleMania whenever Charlotte Flair is involved in a title picture, no no champion is safe, no challenger is safe, etc., etc. And we saw that during Rhea Ripley and Asuka's rematch, yes, another rematch, that was declared a no contest due to Charlotte attacking both of them. Um, I... I Yes, Charlotte's talented, but it bothers the fuck out of me that she all like she always has to be at the center of everything. And really it's not even just that, it's also really the four horsewomen. Yes, they're talented, yes, like they probably can be considered to inspire a generation from NXT onto the main roster, but the fact that the horsewoman right now, obviously Becky's not there, and Bailey, uh, ba- Bailey may be coming back into the uh, title picture on SmackDown, we'll get to that, but what I'm getting at is, like Charlotte, a women's championship picture, you can always factor one, at least one of the four horsewomen, if not more, to be in that picture, and... When it's like that, then you're brought to the situation where, in fact, you're not able to build new female stars. You're not able to call up new female stars. You're not able to use female stars that are already there. And then you couple these names with people who were released. It's absolutely obnoxious. Like it's still, like I love WWE, and I love when I see some of my favorites from the indies, etc., etc., move to WWE, NXT, whatnot. But then to not use them, followed by releasing them, and that really makes me think that. the widespread belief is that a lot of these females are assigned just well, not even females. A lot of these wrestlers are assigned just so other companies can't get them, and you can't change my mind. You really can't. Um, I'm cu- I'm curious what uh comes with um AJ and uh, omas. And I'm also curious about Seamus' title reign. I do hope that we have a return of Keith Lee soon. He's still out with a medical. He's still out, um, you know, on medical leave. Still don't know what is going on with it. Um, I once again, I do hope he comes back, turns heel maybe gets the United States championship he was supposed to get and then has a a new version of the um of the Hurt business but that's just me. Now, even though I'm not going to talk about impact, there's one thing I want to mention and that is legendary commentator Moral Rinaldo will be calling the main event of the next Pay-per-view for Impact Which is the title Versus title match being contested Between the AEW champion Kenny Omega and The TNA Impact Champion the Unified Impact Champion Mind you he unified those titles a little while Back Rich Swan. Now I read that this is just a one-off But regardless of it being A one-off or not The fact that Morrow Fucking Renalo is going to be back behind the commentary table for wrestling again, is a sight to see. Obviously, the NXT uh faithful became strong supporters of the bipolar rock and roller with his time in NXT. We know that uh he had some trouble behind uh behind the scenes whether it be you know uh anxiety from everything going on from the higher ups feedback from the higher ups etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh while i do enjoy um NXT's commentary right now with Beth Phoenix uh Wade Barrett and um, Vic Josephs i uh i'm i miss mar ranallo so uh even though i haven't really been able to tune into uh Impact, mind you, it's now on a new day on Thursday, so I'm hoping, depending on how my uh, work schedule is, I'm still not gainfully employed, but I'm picking up um, side work from a friend, Um, but the hours literally are unknown. One day, it could be half a day, another, another day, like it was on Wednesday night, I worked for 27 hours straight. So, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Moving on to NXT, debuting on its new night, Tuesday night, no longer competing head-to-head with AEW's Dynamite, even though it's uh, competing with uh, AEW Dark, which, don't get me wrong, I do love Dark, I do love Elevation, but the... There's almost too much going on on those shows. But that's just me. But anyway, NXT opening up with Karrion Cross and Scarlett. You love to see it. New champion. No sling around his arms. So it's already better than his last reign. Um, I'm I'm literally stoked. I am literally so excited for this. It... it, it literally just calling all challengers, like I look at Karrion Cross, and I see him as like Shao Kahn of Mortal Kombat so uh yo, we'll see how many wrestlers falter until we get that uh Liu Kang, so to speak but another big thing that we had on uh NXT was the official debut of Frankie Monet, FKA, Taya Valkyrie. Now, once again, a lot of people were complaining about her name. Do I think it's the best? No. However, as we've seen in many cases of other superstars, Taya herself picked it. Taya picked the name, and it's completely understandable not wanting to... Not wanting to use Taya Valkyrie, WWE trademark it, and then her not being able to use Taya Valkyrie back on the indies down the road. Um, she picked it, uh, that Prince Presley is freaking cute. Um, Presley is the uh, dog that was in the vignettes that she was carrying in her arm. Um... And yeah, I'm really excited to see what Taya can do. Uh, I mean, she had a historic career in Impact, longest reigning Impact Women's Champion, along with uh, Reigns as a Reina de Reyes champion with A. That's their Women's Championship. But yeah, I'm happy to see that she's finally here. Um, now it's a matter of getting to her debut. Another big thing that happened on NXT was Kushida defeating Santos Escobar to become the new Cruiserweight Championship. And boy, oh boy, in my eyes, was this overdue. However, I want to put this out plain and simple. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, greater than sign, WWE NXT Cruiserweight Championship Or the former WWE Light Heavyweight Championship It's literally night and day Now Kushida's the champ He Did everything he could do In New Japan As a Junior Heavyweight And I just have to Point to the Feud and slash matches He had with Hiromu Takahashi of Los Ingobernables de Japon. If you have not checked out any of those matches, look up, look them up on YouTube or look at a look them up and find when they are, sign up for New Japan World. It's like 999 yen, which I don't know exactly what it uh converts to, but it's a lot of content. It's a lot of content. And if you want to see, like, prime Kushida, you you want to see that. So, the interesting thing about this is a lot of people on Twitter were surprised that they just had, you know, that Bangarang ladder match. Jordan Devlin, quote-unquote, is returning uh, to the UK for the time being, but he'll be back down the road. Um, a lot of people are complaining that they had the title the title change on the weekly show instead of at the takeover. I'm fine with that um for two reasons. One, I think Santos Escobar can be one of those wrestlers that successfully um makes the jump from the cruiserweight division to Regular division, whether that be we get another match of his against Karrion Cross, their uh, non-title match a while ago, it was great, and that was one of the first matches that we saw Cross really, you know, quote-unquote vulnerable, because we can't really speak to how vulnerable he really is, and may have just kind of been a bait-and-switch, so to speak, Or even the North American Championship Still around Johnny Gargano's waist Why? I have no fucking idea But that's just me The the other thing I want to finally talk about on NXT Is we finally got Indy and Dexter Or as commentary labeled them Team Index Uh Indy Hartwell pulled a uh, page out of the AJ Lee Kane book, pretended to be injured, and uh, Dexter brought her to the back, and then she, uh, a la Jim Halpert from The Office, looks into the camera, gives you that uh, wink, goes back to pretending to be injured. So we now have Index as a thing. And... That was also after she had thrown Austin Theory over the top rope because of him preventing her from getting with Dexter. So I'm not sure if this is going to lead to a slow burn on her no longer being a part of the way or if this is potentially going to lead to an implosion of the way. I don't know. All I know is, first off, Indy Hartwell's absolutely beautiful. And you guys haven't, haven't seen anything from her yet. Her, She's impressive, Indy Hartwell. And yeah, she's fucking impressive as all holy hell. So, just wait. Just wait. And we had all that happening during a four-on-four tag team match between... Ember, Shotzi, Bronson, I forget who their fourth partner was, and The Way. And it's looking like uh, Mercedes Martinez is going to be in the title picture. I still don't think Raquel Gonzalez should have it. I still believe it should have been Dakota Kai or Candice. That's just me, but that's enough about NXT. Now, unfortunately, I was not able to watch AEW due to the fact That once again I worked 27 hours straight Um The Young Bucks are now aligned With the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega Uh And Don Callis I wonder if uh To the extent of The Forbidden Door Being broken Um and it seems like the uh, young bucks heel turn is being completed with them ditching the bright colors for a more monochromatic, uh, you know, black, gray, silver, white type of gear, which I'm fine with. Um, I don't know, don't really know the shelf life on on this, um, and it is what it is. But this upcoming week, we have. Tai Kansi versus Hikaru Shida Um, We have the return of uh, Chris Statlander Galaxy's most beautiful greatest alien Yes, you are a stunningly beautiful Chris Statlander We all love you Phone home Uh, Moving on to Smackdown Oh, Smackdown We can always count on you to Make our Uh cleanse our palates, so to speak. Um, The one thing on Raw, even though this is a little out of order, I will say that was dope, was the... Wait, was it Raw, NXT, or... No, it was NXT. We had the um, Bianca, Raquel, and uh, Rhea... All show up Hug each other with their titles uh, And then it showed their picture From a couple months ago together So it was nice to see that um, Homage to like You know all three of them going from Not having championships To being champions of their Three respective brands Um, Bianca cut a beautiful promo On uh, Smackdown Introduced by her husband and his tag team partner, the Street Profits I'm, uh, literally I'm so excited for this Bianca title reign And I hope it's a nice lengthy title reign Um, doesn't have to be the longest Doesn't have to, you know, get close to breaking Bailey's record or anything like that But I definitely think this is also one of those title reigns You want to, uh had a little bit with um Feuds and you know Her being successful And somebody I was reading uh, Twitter today somebody even Was still commenting on the fact that The whip from WrestleMania night one On Sasha Banks's side It's still like I can still Hear it um, You had Sasha being interviewed In the back not really being able To get words out just kind of frustrated And you also had Bailey basically set herself up for challenging um, Bianca for the championship. So, uh, it'll be interesting, and and one thing I do want to couple with that is the fact that recently, uh, Bianca said, I'm not sure if it was on Twitter or in an interview, that she wants to go through all four horsewomen. Now, of course, a lot of people are hesitant to go against a horsewoman, and, and it's not because they're afraid that they're gonna lose. But the horsewomen are very talented and they're they could easily put full stop on someone's momentum. Um moving on. I don't know why the the titles are on the dirty dogs. I think the tag team name sucks. They they I still consider them strange bedfellows. Um they have the matching gear, but they haven't really even tried to um give them you know like a tag team theme song it's kind of like mashes of both of their themes so it is what it is um i and i actually thought that uh it was going uh i didn't know that there was going to be a tag team title match and then a singles match between um ray and uh Otis But uh yeah I mean in all honesty the the tag team divisions right now are really weak for the women's tag team championships on uh on the main roster and both men's tag team championships I know a lot of fans have been clamoring for them to unify the tag team championships again I'm not a fan of that because then tag, then whatever tag teams are on one of the brands are going to get shafted, even if you have them traveling back and forth, similar to what you're seeing with um, Nia and Shayna. Nia and Shayna are the tag team champions, and yet they're predominantly in singles matches, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Like, explain it to me why you would have the tag team champions in singles matches. Have them go between brands and defend the goddamn championships. So, I don't know if this is a slow build towards Tamina and Natalia. Um, Unfortunately, we saw what slow builds, uh, how much you can rely on slow builds. Slow build of Liv Morgan with Riot Squad in the face. Slow build with Lana tag teaming with Naomi in the face. So literally you can no longer trust these slow builds. Moving on to bigger and better things. We now have a name to the face of the former Babatunde, former Dabakato, now going by Commander Aziz. Who's going to be the muscle for Apollo Cruz, Which I'm all about. I'm, I'm all about it. There's one thing about them on SmackDown that I didn't like. And that was Apollo as a heel returning back to his smiling... Like I understand it could be like a heel grimace type of a thing. But no. You need to be stone-faced, angry... Heal, etc, etc and that that doesn't involve you smiling but Commander Aziz, let's hope that um, Apollo slash UHA Nations uh, veteran career from the indies not so much WWE is able to uh, rub off on uh, Babatunde aka Dabakato aka Commander Aziz. Now, the big thing that happened was, in fact, that Roman Reigns has, well, someone came out to challenge him, and that man is Cesaro, Antonio Cesaro, the former Claudio Castagnoli. Paul Heyman, Jay Uso, and Roman Reigns left the ring. Cesaro went to Adam Pearce and Sonia Deville challenging Roman for a match and Sonia Deville said she'll bring it up to Paul Heyman and rather than us getting the Roman Cesaro match which is actually what I thought was going to happen we got Cesaro versus Jay Uso. Now once again, we're back on this Jay Uso thing. I understand he's the right-hand man, or right-hand, comma, man, but uh, it's literally the same thing over and over and over. Thankfully, the match wasn't the cookie-cutter over and over and over because it was ruled a no contest due to interference from... Seth Rollins, in his crazy suit drip. So I don't know where this is going, if it's going towards Rollins-Reigns, if it's going towards Rollins-Reigns-Cesaro. And don't forget, we did not see Daniel Bryan, and we did not see Edge. And we still have zero um idea whether or not Edge is going to challenge... The ruling from Mania. We don't know if his shoulders were in fact down. And I was reading an opinion from one of the former referees. Uh, Corderas. And you um, said that. If Edge's uh, shoulders were not down. Being that Edge was in contact with a person whose shoulders were down. That Edge would in fact have a potential. Gripe with the result of the match, so we don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but the fact that we even saw Cesaro first night after Mania in the main event of SmackDown against main event Us is a uh, it's a good sign. Hopefully, we finally get the. Cesaro main championship win That we have been clamoring for a while So that's the weekly shows So now let's go to What I said before Spring cleaning has begun And on the 15th Which was four days ago So Sunday... Wednesday, Thursday, we started getting releases. Um, as of this article, WWE announced the departures of nine superstars Samoa Joe, Mickie James, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, Kalisto, Tucker, and Chelsea Green. And it is also noted that. These nine wrestlers will not be able to sign With other promotions until Wednesday, July 14th Those names are a lot to unpack First and foremost, let's go with Samoa Joe My good friend Issa, the Demon Diva If you haven't subscribed to her YouTube channel Do it You won't be disappointed As she said when Samoa Joe was removed from commentary for Raw, I was expecting him to make a return to in-ring competition. However, it was revealed that, well, not on not through WWE, but through uh, websites, that Joe wanted to get cleared to wrestle, but due to his concussion history, he was not. So I'm not sure if it was so much... Uh, Him being released on on his own accord Like asking for his release and being granted it Him being let go But Samoa Joe obviously knows that he can still wrestle And obviously WWE as a publicly traded company We've talked about this for a lot of these um, injuries They have to cover their asses But I would have loved to see Joe get another run A lot of people bring up the match he had with the Brock at great balls of fire I think he should have been a WWE champion He also had the feud with AJ Styles We all remember Oh Wendy um, So I honestly think Samoa Joe uh, The ball was dropped with him um, But the curious thing A lot of the industry Was blown away by this release One of which being CM Punk, and CM Punk, while he's in the past been very quick to write off potential matches, did not write off a future potential match against Samoa Joe. And they both have the history with Ring of Honor, so it's a we could uh, imagine if we see them in AEW, see them return to Ring of Honor. I Samojo kind of did everything in impact so I don't want to see him do that he could also do NWA etc etc the next name on this list Mickey James now Mickey uh, she still has gas in the tank um she hasn't been used for a while she dealt with injuries um but I I could see her go anywhere. But where I would like to see her go is actually to NWA and see her have a run with the NWA Women's Championship. That's just me. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. That was also a very big surprise for me, especially with the fact that Billy Kay was used as recently as WrestleMania. Now, a lot of what I've been reading was that. Kevin Dunn, good old fucking Kevin Dunn, didn't understand Billy Kay, not like understand her speaking, just didn't understand her character, and basically assigned a glass ceiling to her that she would never be able to get through. I didn't see that. Do I think she was going to be Hall of Famer? No, but I feel she was one of the most entertaining women And uh, her and Peyton Royce, which brings me back to why break up the iconics. If you're going to break them up, have them go for other tag teams, etc., etc., and then get rid of them. So, honestly, a huge loss, but they will be picked up. Mind you, Peyton Royce's husband is in AEW, Sean Spears, and... You, you you could see them both go anywhere, really. And they are officially no longer uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce on Twitter. So that was sad. Bo Dallas. The one thing I'm going to say about that is I didn't even know he was still employed. A lot of people thought that he may have been behind The Fiend at Mania. That wasn't the case. He's never portrayed The Fiend. But... Apparently, he knew that he was going to be getting released. Apparently, he has like a real estate gig on the side. And mind you, him and Liv Morgan have their farm. So, yeah. Wesley Blake. Also, who the fuck knew that he was still employed? Married to the uh, Tough Enough winner, uh, Sarah Lee. They're actually expecting right now. So, it's kind of messed up that they got uh, he got let go during that time period. Kalisto, once again, surprised he got released. He has been unhappy for a while, and his uh, talent never really uh, transitioned to be the next great masked luchador, and in all honesty, I think Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik are better than him. And, of course, you have Rey Mysterio and Dominic, who I do think down the road is going to be under a mask. I just don't know how they're going to go about it, because usually it's the other way around. You're in the mask, and nobody knows your real identity until you lose a mask. I'll, uh... Andrade was La Sombra His real name was not revealed Until he lost to La Sombra Mask in a Luchas de Apuestas match Um Tucker Other half of uh Heavy Machinery Wasn't surprised that he uh Was released um He's been on active on Twitter Saying uh Just wait for the story to come out Um I think he's gonna be talking about it sometime in May. But uh he he's saying positive and I could see him getting somewhere. But in my eyes, the biggest surprise for releases was Chelsea Green. She's broke her wrist. She was one she was called up, broke her wrist, yada yada yada. I thought I assuming she was uh all good and she just got quietly released, but you know, she's going to go to AEW, she can go to Ring of Honor, she could go back to Impact. She she could go anywhere. She could literally go anywhere and she'll succeed. So, uh, I'm a little worried that there are going to be more um more releases. Usually we'll get the grouping of main roster releases then NXT releases, so I'm not sure If we're going to be getting some NXT releases Coming up, but that's neither here Nor there, that's the one For the show, so now As we're getting to the end of the show Let's go through those social media You can find me on Facebook David Malkwich M-A-L-K-I-E W-I-C-H If in fact you do find me on uh, Facebook, just send a message As well saying like, hey I listen to you. uh, I want to follow you. I listen to The Crossroads. It will be good. You can find Dusty Dave on Twitter at I N D I E underscore D U S T Y D A V E. And you can find me on Instagram at O Z T E P 0 8. You can find The Crossroads on Twitter and Instagram at t h e k r o s s r h o d e s and you can find the unofficial mascot of the crossroads and the fourth wall pop network along with Rhea of good fr- good brother um good brother Wade you can find her on instagram at j u n i p e r b u n z and as always you can find all episodes of the crossroads old and new along with all the other shows that fourth wall pop network has to offer from big heck and Wade adventures new normal wrestling getting grilled pop sports shorts um pop culture collective and soon to be debuting views from up here you can find it at fourth wall pop on Twitter, Anchor Link and Bio. And if you love what you're hearing, you can also choose to support us. And if you'd like to support us financially, you can a buy our merch at our T public store. Don't forget, Dusty Dave's Diamond Dave's debut shirt is now available. You can buy our merch and you can also support on our anchor. Any support is much appreciated and goes right back into the network and the respective shows as well. So, until next time, just remember, hashtag TikTok do the work, hashtag make it pop, hashtag FWPN, and until next time, Diamond Dave out.